Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to Lewis Black's Rantcast number 19, entitled, If You Skip This Thanksgiving, I Believe Your Odds Improve Greatly That uh, You'll Be Around for the Next One. And the next one's going to be really great. I can assure you of that. Uh, It's going to be the best one ever. So you don't want to miss it. Whether I call it this or that or whatever I call it or whatever I believe really has had no effect. Uh, on what's happening out there, because I woke to watch um, 4 million Americans, apparently. This is, um, we're just moments away from Thanksgiving, day and a half or so, and uh, 4 million Americans are out there flying. They showed the planes crisscrossing everywhere. It really looked healthy. <laughs> uh, I, um, I don't understand this kind of obsession. I get we've been locked up. I get it, but, you know, um, and, and I get that that can drive you crazy. Uh, but it, it just, at this point in time, you may just want to hold off. It's When did it become last Thanksgiving we were making jokes about how you had to go home and see the family and the arguments you had and the arguments about, who you know, if you skip it this year, you really have to go through it? Really? You know, you won or you lost and you're going to have to listen to the screaming about what they think is going to happen or what's not going to happen and you got to sit there? And that's your idea of fun. I'm not saying you skip Thanksgiving. Just kind of hide out with uh, your little unit. And in my case, just me. I'd love to see my mother this Thanksgiving. But I can't get into her assisted living facility because, well, they're on a lockdown. Uh, Someone that she knew and loved passed away there this past week. 
Oh, but they, that's because they were elderly and they were in an assisted, you know, fuck you. Because we've kind of, you know, it's one thing we are, right, you, okay, you ignored the elderly. It's like, uh, I can't even imagine this whole concept of like, oh, it's just those old people. Really, folks? And now it's more than just the old people. Um, it's a lot of people. Okay. And a lot of them who were big public figures like Chris Christie and, uh, and some of the other uh, congressmen who you're watching get it. They've got the best health care in the world, okay? They're not in a crush situation wondering if they can get a bed, all right? They're not going through what everybody's going through. Well, I gotta, I'm digging a hole. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. It's going to be great. Um, I just can't believe that it became so fucking important. But, you know, really, I got to get home. What if I don't, you know, this could be the last time I see him. If you think it's the last time you're going to see him, then go home every day and then fly back. Go home the next day, fly back. Go home the next day and fly back. Because you may not see him. You may not fucking see them. My mother's 102. There's a real good shot. I may not see her. <laughs> but the, the fact is, is uh, uh, as long as there's something to be angry about, my mother's going to continue to live. and. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I don't worry so much about her because, boy, she got a lot to be fucking angry about. And, uh, and she'll tell you uh, if, if you've got the time. I, I can't get her to, to really uh, – I'd love – I've always wanted to get her on film talking about her philosophies and stuff, but I, she wouldn't do it. She never would do it. She still won't. The, this morning was interesting because it's the madness uh, – of the numbers uh, going up and uh, the you know the pandemic exploding and the uh, the our, the economic crisis we're going through and the fact that the, the, uh, it turns out that there are 140 million Americans who were uh, who are poor poor or low income 140 million Americans is another and of that group a staggering amount that that have fear that they're not going to. I don't know that I can't think of the word that they use for it, but they're not going to, you know, be able to eat that day. I mean, it's crazy. And in the midst of that, the president of the United States, uh, who doesn't really see himself as the president of the United States, he sees himself as the leader, uh, retweeted, I think on three occasions, uh, retweeted Randy Quaid. Because if you're going to turn to an authority on everything that is happening out there, uh, the first person I thought of uh, was uh, was Randy Quay. I said, God, yeah, let's see what Randy thinks. Why don't you just go to a cemetery? I mean, why, but, you know, it would have been the same as if he, he was standing at, it, 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 let's say, Herbert Hoover's gravesite screaming at the, at the, uh, at the tombstone for, for advice. I, it's uh, if, or, or he'd make it Reagan, even if he, you know, even if he had the common sense to go to Reagan's tombstone. It's beyond belief. He doesn't think he lost. He doesn't think he lost because he's the leader. And the only way it's not rigged is if he won. But I, I, the mind is—it's like electroshock, day after day after day. That is what it has been every day. With a media that couldn't get enough of it because we would turn it on and it, just because you go, fuck, when is somebody going to do something? Something's got to happen. Is somebody going to step forward? Are they going to really watch this? Right? In the very beginning. From the very fucking beginning. 
Oh, boy, those Mexicans are stealing all the avocados. Oh, all those Mexicans, they're stealing all the avocados. They're raping and pillaging. They're coming into every village in America. Oh, they're tearing our walls down. Oh, it's making us hard to live. Are you shitting me? John McCain, insult after insult after insult. Nonsense. Bullshit. Crap. Hour after hour after hour. And we got to wait. And when this is all done, uh, just around the corner, the, the books will start to come out, folks. And we've just gotten the, basically the, uh, the, the beginnings of it while he was in office. And now that they can get the paperwork, it's going to be, you know, thousands and thousands of pages of what was going on behind the scenes. And I know that's going to be hard for some of you to believe. There's a whole group of people out there. And I'd like to know how large the group of people really is. Okay? I really would. Um, because I can't believe that that it's that many, uh, I, I can't, I just can't believe that there are that many Americans who all agree that, you know, he's really a solution. And, and how, and if he is, how did the, uh, how did the fucking stock market go up today? So that those people have uh, tons of money who don't need the money. And, and, and granted, the important thing is that those who have their, their retirement, it's important for them, but Jesus, you know, how did it go up if he's if he lost? How's that possible? It really is something. Randy Quaid. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. But the, the you know the accomplishment is you know he's accomplished what he set out to do. What, what what the Republicans I think set out to do, and the Democrats in their own in their own way. They didn't set out to do it, but they haven't helped. And that is, is that they've made the federal government, which whether you like it or not, is necessary. Being, I've repeated this a hundred times. I was born and raised in Washington. If you've not been there, go there. Just go there. Don't go to the Congress. Don't wander. Just go and look at the buildings. Okay? Look at what, look at the memorials. Okay? Look at is what the words that we hold sacred are. Okay? It really does have an effect on you. I, you know, a lot of people want the federal government to be larger. The Democrats have a sense of it. You know, it can do more than it should be doing. You know, to them, they and the, the Republicans feel it should be doing less. And it's it's called compromise, folks. And that's it. And it's that fucking simple. So shut the fuck up. All right. It's necessary. It's a necessary evil. It's how the world works. It's how it's done. And now what we have created with a, a, a spectacular two-party system is a complete mistrust of the government. Well, that vaccine can't possibly work. Really? Well, then let's not do anything. Let's not fucking do anything. Let's just continue to watch our fellow Americans drop dead and fill all the hospital beds we fucking can and pump out as, you know, as many uh, nurses and, and doctors and uh, nurse practitioners and all sorts of folks technicians, everyone uh, who can possibly help us keep what would be a, uh, a longstanding uh, virus at bay. Unbelievable to me. Doesn't work. Really? I'm sorry. When you're a kid and you live through polio, this has a big fucking effect on you. You kind of give them, you kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. The FDA. All right. And the uh, the CDC, and hopefully, if they uh, 
they they can clear out some of the the yes men and get back to the folks who really know the science of it. I think, you know, that once that's done, you can, you know, I'm going to trust it. Don't trust it. It's fine by me. I, I didn't get polio. All right. I didn't get it. Jonas Salk, Saban, two great guys came up with it. Uh huh. Not easy either. And, uh, we're moving along. We got three of them in warp speed from a warpo. <laughs> Not that he had anything to do with it, but he sure likes to take credit. Um, and so we roll. Let's get a stimulus package done. That'll be a good Thanksgiving, Christmas. That'd be nice for Christmas, wouldn't it? Help the American people. Help those that are hungry. Second week in a row outside my uh, outside my um, door, it was a long line of folks heading up to uh, to get food at the church. And on Tuesdays, they told me that they uh, actually are not doing a thing where they give the folks chickens. I've never seen that. I've said this last week. I've never seen that in New York City. So um, it's, I think it's the, uh, it's, we need that, that package. Those folks need to be helped. All right. Food stamps would be good. Okay. Snap or whatever it is would be good, whatever it takes to make it possible so that folks don't have to sit in their fucking car and uh, have people hand them bags of food. It's horrific. You know, those pictures are real. And those folks who deny the fact that they're real should be taken there and have to sit until the last person gets their bag of groceries. It's just beyond belief. It's disgusting. And then there's the... uh, we need to finance our small businesses and we need to finance the states. I've got it all wrapped up here. And this is really, it's, uh, you know, if all the folks who flew home took just a part of that money and put it into helping out those around them. And not that I'm saying they should, because it's really tough on everybody. I realize that I'm in a very lucky position. I've done, I've done very well. And, um, and I want to thank you for that. And I want you to know that, that, you know, you see that on my on my Twitter feed, my Facebook, and all the rest of that bullshit social media. And I don't understand the media. It's not media to me. It's social. Um, that uh, you know that that you know that you're uh, you're basically keeping the folks who do that business um, for me. Yeah, you're keeping them working, and uh, I really appreciate that. I appreciate that they're that. Uh, giving them a salary. It means a lot. And I promise you that when you're buying stuff uh, and you go uh, for your, you know, for yourself or your friends or your family, where you look at it and say, what, a, what an asshole. He's look at him in the midst of this. Uh, the money that uh, I do get from that, I promise you, and especially with the bobbleheads, it's always been the case, but this Christmas is especially that money. You should know um, that after that money goes to, paying my folks, it will go to, um, to a variety of charities, it includes vets, the veterans, and the, I've already, uh, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, the mentoring project I work for, the uh, 52nd Street Project, um, autism, uh, Parkinson's, a number of food banks, and um, a variety of uh, legal groups that uh, help folks who really need it now more than ever. I'm not uh, doing this to toot my horn. I'm just wanting to thank you. 
because you've given me the opportunity to do that. Okay. And uh, so let's get uh, moving because I think this has been kind of a little bit depressing. I wanted to be a little more upbeat there. Know that, you know, that there uh, I'm, I'm doing what I can and that uh, we all should and that you've made it possible for me to do it. We're rolling into uh, Austin in this one. That's right. Great town. Just a great town with, uh, there's a really great chicken place, and I can't think of the name of it, just popped into my head. It's in like a uh, like a Winnebago at the side of the road. It's really something with some picnic tables. Oh, to be back there now. And then uh, there's uh, just that great Texas barbecue, which uh, every, I, I love barbecue. I'm completely, all barbecues, okay? A diversity of barbecues. It's the importance of barbecue, wherever they make it, however they make it. It's always done with love, uh, and it's always done with care. And when it's great, it's fucking spectacular. And there's some some really uh, great uh, barbecue all through Texas and, and in Austin. And if you really want to read a, uh, or hear, a, a, actually, a, a great comics take on how we can overcome prejudice uh, through food, it's the great Mike Wilmot from Canada. I don't know if he's got it anywhere. He might have it on uh, YouTube. Somebody I hope would have been smart enough to put that clip there, but a brilliant son of a bitch and really uh, kind of nails, uh, nails prejudice in a brilliant way. But we performed at the ACL, the Austin City Limits. It's on uh, Willie Nelson Way, big statue of Willie in front of it. I think it's been around for 45, 46 years. It's uh, great to play a theater that in which so many... Uh, Truly extraordinary folks have graced that stage. It doesn't have that sense of, how do I put this? That that sense that you that I have when I'm on that that in uh, in in the Ryman. There's a that almost uh, it just that God. It's it's there's just a feeling that you have at the Ryman that it hasn't been achieved yet by the ACL, but I'm, sh- I'm sure it will. And, and maybe I missed it because I've appeared in a lot of places in Austin. And uh, I have to say, too, that I've loved the Paramount there, a funky little theater that I've enjoyed playing at. I had to play another one that I won't even talk about. Um, but I hope, uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy uh, the um, the ranch you'll be hearing out of Austin. They're quite, they're quite something. And, as well as the the new rants uh, that I'm adding that have, have come in uh, over the past month and a couple of months and even longer as I, I get a chance now to go through them all. Uh, I do hope you enjoy them. Uh, I look forward. If, you, if you've got something to get off your chest and now is the time to do it, especially around the holiday seasons that you're getting fucked out of. So, or, that, or that you kind of go and do it and then get fucked. Let me know. Send it in. You know, it's always a pleasure spending time with you. I, I wish you a, a really uh, a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you bet on the ball games, uh, win big. Don't bet big, win big. Enjoy them and uh, take care of each other, okay? Thanks for spending time with me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, This comes to us from Richard Fuller. 
what the fuck is with Americans and leaf blowers? In most countries, they accept that if you have trees, those trees have leaves. It's nice. It's natural. But in America, no. We want the trees, but God help them if any of their leaves hit the ground. No, we need to use mini fucking jet engines at 7 a.m. in the morning to ensure that our sidewalks are as pristine as God made them. And if there aren't any leaves, well, too fucking bad. We'll still be there at 7 a.m. blowing the dust away off the sidewalk. What the fuck? There are a lot of civic issues that I care about, uh, but I would not have ever have guessed that leaf blowers would be the one that strikes the largest fire in my heart. Why the fuck are we doing this? Trees have leaves. Leaves fall on the ground. There are leaves on the ground. Just fucking leave them there. Thank you, Richard Fuller. This comes to us from Meg T. Hey, Lewis. I'm currently working on attaining a degree in special education partially because I want to help disabled kids for a living, and partly because at 24 years old, I already hate myself enough to resign to a life spent working in the public education system. This year, I've had the privilege of observing a middle school classroom in action. Now, despite the bad rep the younger generation receives, I can tell you, after watching these kids day in and day out, that they are fucking exceptional. I don't know about you, but I remember middle school as a fucking mean girls style hellscape where chubby fucking nerds like myself were mercilessly fucking bullied in an accurate and lasting way. Maybe it was just my shit deliverance style fucking backwoods Texas school, but I remember kids being assholes to each other and the teachers. For fuck's sake, I watched eighth graders push a teacher to the point of fucking tears. God damn, Miss Edwards, I don't fucking blame you. If I had to listen to piece of shit eighth grade kids make fat jokes at me day in and day out, I might leave for a quick smoke and cry too. However, I am happy to report, Lewis, these kids I'm watching are nothing like the asshole middle school kids of old. They are fucking nice to each other. When they present in class, they all scramble to congratulate the kid put on the spot. Great job, they say. I loved your presentation, I hear. What the fuck? Where was the fucking general encouragement when I was in school? These kids lift each other up while I was too busy dodging fucking spitballs to finish presenting to my goddamn class. Even in this fucking pandemic, these kids wear their masks, stay six feet apart, and fucking look after each other. It's unbefucking leavable. The classroom teacher I am working with also happens to be a soldier that I work with in the Army Reserve. So I asked him if this was just a special class of kids or what? His answer? No, this has been the trend for a few years now. They've gotten so nice, it's almost impossible to toughen them up enough for football and wrestling. Personal resentment aside from my own hellish school experiences, it seems as though we may not be permanently fucked. The youngest generation gives me a great deal of hope for the future, and I hope they give you some as well. Well, Meg, from what you said, I've, I've got a bit of hope. Uh, you know, you gave me a bit of hope there. And the fact that you're in the Army Reserve and, and teaching kids, uh, for starters, and, and teaching kids in special education is, is extraordinary. And uh, 
and really, uh, wow, that service and, uh, you know, and it's deeply appreciated by myself. Um, don't sell yourself short. I, I don't think you do. I thought that was a funny line about uh, hating yourself enough to resign to a life spent working in the public education system. You have a good Thanksgiving, Meg. Uh, thank you for that. This uh, comes to us from James Falk. I'm sure you've heard of this before, but when I hear someone say, have a safe flight, I get really annoyed. Why the fuck would I choose an unsafe flight? When I booked my trip, did I overlook the choice to get a pilot who washed out of the Air Force Blue Angels program? Where do I sign up for the flights with special acrobatics and guaranteed use of the air sickness bag? And while we're on the subject, why don't you see those in airplanes anymore? In this age of cost-cutting, it's bad enough that I have to pay $7.99 for a moldy cheese, stiff turkey, and stale bread sandwich. But now I can't barf it up when the pilot decides to show us his stunt-flying skills. Just my two cents on the subject. And thank you for your two cents, James. And at a time like this, uh, it being uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I hope you're not flying. Uh, because even that, there's not a, a, a sickness bag big enough, not really for the plane, if they're, if they're right about that. But I mean, nobody should be going home at this point. I can't repeat that enough. Unless everybody's been tested and quarantined for two weeks. And come on, you know, put the airport in, in an air sickness bag, okay? Why don't we do that? for this, uh, this Thanksgiving, and maybe think about it for Christmas too. But thanks, James. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. We're coming to you. We're coming to you live from the Moody Theater in uh, in Austin, Texas. We're on. We're on uh, right here on Willie Nelson Boulevard, and uh, well, I couldn't be happier to be playing. This is uh, Austin City Limits is uh, shown out of here. This is a stage that uh, I'm lucky to be able to play, and I'm thrilled to be here. Um, for those of you who've never been to, to Austin, it's uh, well worth your time, your energy. Um, you can come down here. Uh, due to the fact that uh, they're experiencing a population explosion here, what's going to happen is uh, some of the people are, know that you're tourists, and they're going to beat you up and say, get the fuck out. <laughs> they're reaching... They're, they're, they're reaching that point where it's gotten out of hand. <laughs> and uh, I know this because I've been coming here for about 25 or 30 years. And uh, I, I performed at, the, I used to perform at the Capital City Comedy Club here. And uh, <laughs> and I've, I've visited here. I've taken, I've ta you know, I've come down here for fun. 
And uh, it's just really, uh, it's, a, it's a great place to spend time, and it's really a, a great place to just get f- fucked up on tequila. It's one of the, <laughs> seriously, if you're gonna get fucked up, it makes no sense to get fucked up on tequila in Racine, Wisconsin. I love Racine. Don't get me wrong, and I love Wisconsin, but it just makes no sense. But, but here, fucking a yeah, because you can get trashed and walk in and hear music practically everywhere, um, and it's it's just a it's it's a splendid place to spend time. Um, but get your fucking ass out of here when you're done. So um, I'm going to read you some stuff, and then, uh, and I have to say, this is—I'm <laughs> going to say something that this will blow up in my face. But I've done a ton of shows in theaters down here, and um, this is the the best show, the best audience I've ever had down here. Seriously, I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not blowing smoke. Uh, it's really, it's true. It's really, uh, it really, because I've come down here sometimes and you go, we're going to Austin, it's going to be great. And, you, and then you get there and, and, they're, and then the audience just goes, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> I came here for this. <laughs> and you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. This is from Tim, and I love you too. Uh, it's like a hearing test to have someone on your left like that. Came from my lap. So this is from Tim Contreras. On our way to work today, my wife and I saw a guy on the street walking funny while gesturing wildly. He was walking funny because he had his pants below his ass cheeks. He pulled them up quickly, but his jacket got in the way, so he angrily took his jacket off and chucked it on the street. He chucked it on the street. He didn't have a shirt on underneath, and he kept on walking, gesturing and talking to himself. I so wanted to be that guy for at least one minute. (laughs) Fuck it all. But then later on we had dinner and came to see you so everything is right again. (laughs) At least for a minute. Um, This is good. These are back to back. This is really nice. This is um, uh, this is from uh, Ginny. Well, Ginny Sue or Sue Sue. Uh, there's a fucking anti-vax pack in Texas. Do you know how fucked up that is? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I did a thing on The Daily Show about it. Um, I don't get why people um, think that they shouldn't get vaccinated. It makes no sense to me. It's based on something that wasn't true. It was based on uh, something that somebody made up and then somebody t- took it and went, oh, go, blah, 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 and then it went nuts. And... Uh, and it really doesn't help, and it's why, you know, we got rid of everything, and uh, it's why I don't have polio, asshole! <laughs> and, so there's an anti-vax movement here in Austin, which, but then the next one is from Bob Smith, who's here, and he says, in contradiction, why is everyone in Austin a fucking cock leftist idiot well 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 Bob I, I don't think according to Ginny that's true I think there is uh, people other people who are idiots okay I don't think it takes just it, it, it takes a village you know 
how are these people so misinformed and fucking stupid? The same way the fucking right wing is so misinformed and fucking stupid. It's unbelievable to me. Okay, okay, Bob, get it, all right? I'm watching the fucking hearings, Bob. One side has Hunter Biden gets $50,000 a month working in the Ukraine for an energy company. Who knew there was an energy company there? And more so than that, Bob, who knew you pronounced the word Kiev? Nobody! Okay? So get over left and right. We fucking don't even know the name of the fucking city! God damn it! It's called geography, Bob. I didn't know. I went, fuck, I fucking have been saying it wrong for years. It's a good thing I don't know many Ukrainians. God damn it. So there, so the, so the, so the, 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 the left, as you call them, both sides are neither left or right. They're just douchebags, okay? So can we get that straight, Bob? So one group... One group has a guy who's getting $50,000 a month. And that fucking the other side is like, come, 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 come. The other side brings on this guy, Sunland, who paid a million bucks, a million, Bob, to the Republican Party or to Trump's campaign. And he ends up getting an ambassadorship. You don't think there's a connection, Bob? <laughs> and the other side, and the left goes, <laughs> It's the same, Bob. It's the fucking same. Get over it. Okay? Both sides are misinformed, stupid. Both sides are arrogant and entitled. I'm sick of it. <laughs> it's, I'm not just taking it on you, Bob. There's a whole spectrum of things. <laughs> It really just wasn't directed at you. You just happened to pick the wrong night. <laughs> but then, then here's, of course, the, the, so after coming up with the anti-vax, the, the leftist idiots, and then Angela Jones goes, humans suck. Why do humans suck so bad? <laughs> and then Norman Vachon, I think I pronounced that right. I don't care. I like the way I said it. <laughs> Who's more tolerant of the F word, the liberal left or the conservative right? Um, they're both tolerant of it now it's only the, the Christian right that has trouble with it but they say it. they go to quiet places and they, they hide they hide in the back and go fuck can we say fuck I'll say fuck you say fuck let's say it together fuck 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 but I'll tell you this nobody says it better than me That's, sadly, that's, that's my claim to fame. That'll be on my tombstone. I'm not going to be buried. I'm just going to have a tombstone. <laughs> It'll say he, he, he didn't do much, but he really knew how to say the word fuck. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from Pam Crotty. Uh, what the fuck? I have a 29-year-old at home, and if you ask him to clean anything at all, he starts a rant worse than yours. <laughs> wow. He's 29 and he's, he won't clean up. I, I must suck as a parent because I just walk away thinking, what a lazy fuck. 
if I verbalize that I'm afraid, it, we, will, we will hit the news. For Christ's sake, we grew up in the land of Disney World, and it's a small world. How the hell did these folks get so lazy? I'm raising the big fucking Lebowski. <laughs> I hate that fucking movie. Wow. The, the, you know, the thing to do, Pam, is to uh, uh, find a way to sell the house <laughs> and then just leave. Don't tell. Yeah. Just leave one day. And then he'll wake up and go, fuck. And eventually, the, you know, he'll, 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 be, he'll end up, you know, buried in his own shit. Wow, 29 and not cleaning up. Son of a bitch. Even I learned it by 23. Um, Nikki Richards, who said, why do we allow people older than the age of 50 to be in the government? Oh, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> there needs to be a limit so we don't have to listen to their stupidity. Nikki, let's point out again, once again, that it isn't age. Age is not a, there's no kind of um, thing in terms of stupidity. Okay? Age is a whole thing. I just read about a 29-year-old. Stupid fuck, huh? Okay. They're, I will grant you, I, what, what really irritates the shit out of me is when I was a kid, I was told that I was a kid and, I, and, nobody, and, and older people just go, fuck you, you're a kid. Now that I'm old, I'm, I'm literally, fuck you, you're old. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it, okay? You're right. A lot of the people in government shouldn't be in government and they're too fucking old to be in government. And I get that. And there needs to be younger people in government. But while you're getting younger people in government, you fucking make sure that they take some tests, okay? Because I can guarantee... I can guarantee there's a lot of stupid kids. So I wouldn't be so... Uh, uh, uh. Um, this is from Ed Whitespear. Uh, so he came 50 miles to see your fucking show. I hope it impresses. Military doesn't impress easy. Well, uh, I hope you laughed. I don't give a shit about impressing you. I, I'm just hoping for laughter. Ed, so you're in the military. That's terrific. I want to, I, I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I mean, how could I? I always hate to, to say thank you for your service because that's been cliche to the point of nausea. And, uh, and I, uh, but I really respect what you've done. And I think it's important uh, that we do right by the military and stop saying the words and doing the, the action for what we should do for you. And I certainly know that the military doesn't impress easy because I did three USO tours and every day it was, holy fuck, literally I was walking around, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. So the fact, if I impressed you on any level, it's, I'm, it's, <laughs> Um, so this is, um, this is from, uh, Randall Crawford. Dear Lewis, as Thanksgiving fast approaches, my stepmom thought it would be a great idea to start putting up the Christmas decorations. <laughs> oh, it's coming, fuckers. 
The first thing she wants up is our 12-foot, yes, you heard me, 12-foot tall Christmas tree. I'll tell you what, that what? That fucker is a nuisance to put up. Usually we have three to four people to help us with it, but the usual helpers are all doing their own thing for the holidays. So that means me, an 18-year-old boy, and my stepmom, a frail 69-year-old, have to put up this fucking behemoth of a tree. The tree is so damn large that you have to anchor the fucker down with heavy-duty fishing string so the tree doesn't tilt or fall over. Anyway, our tree is ridiculously huge, and I'm not looking forward to putting it together. Happy holidays. And I'll, re I'll read this one as the last one because it came from uh, one of the guys who writes, but it is kind of uh, comes in from uh, uh, a guy that he, he just did it perfect because uh, I was in San Antonio last night. I'm here in Austin tonight, and this is from Kieran Richardson. And uh, he said, we were all drinking and laughing and talking shit with a few women at this bullshit tennis camp halfway between Austin and San Antonio. They call it a tennis camp, but it's really a summer camp for adults with alcohol and weed. <laughs> <laughs> the other guys were talking to women. I've been married so long, I've completely lost interest in disappointing yet another female. <laughs> I, don't even bother, I don't even bother to learn their names. But this fat fuck from Houston wedges himself in a small space between two women sitting on a patio. He's touching their shoulders and leaning in so close they couldn't focus on his ugly face. He's got some tight ass shirt and shorts like he raided his high school closet. His gut looks like a poor attempt at hiding two basketballs. What the fuck is wrong with that asshole, Kevin says. These motherfuckers from, motherfuckers from Houston are pissing me off. Within a few minutes, fat fuck is touching the woman's faces, and for some fucking crazy reason known only to him, he is pulling their hair. We can't tell if this shit is welcome or not. Some 70s or 80s bullshit music with a beat comes up, and fat fuck gets to his little Flintstone feet and starts thrusting his hips and grinding his gut in the general direction of these two women. One gets up and moves to the other side of the table, and we know what's up. Fat fuck doesn't. He starts pushing his groin into the back of the empty chair where one woman used to be. What the fuck is the matter with you, angry Ed, says directly to fat fuck. Stop humping that chair. <laughs> fat fuck looks at us like the party just started and he wants us to join in. He's got the bug out eyes of a French bulldog on cocaine. <laughs> We make it clear his shit is not welcome. I just want to punch this fucker in the face. But I'm an adult now. Well, sort of. I get another beer instead. By the time I get back, fat fuck is gone. At breakfast, fat fuck is wearing a small, messy, messy jersey that is stretched to its last stitch. I thought that fucker was going to drop dead. There's no way he could breathe in his compression shirt, Angry Ed said. 20 minutes later, fat fuck is gone. We heard he got a call from his wife. I don't know if Newcomb Tennis Camp kicked him out or his friends called his wife, but whoever removed that asshole is a fucking hero. <laughs> That's how it is done, people. We shun, 
shame and punish this kind of bullshit. Too bad it took Fox News and Hollywood 20 years to get there. And the orange fat fuck in chief has yet to meet his fate. They could learn a lot from the drunken tennis crowd at Newcombs. It isn't fancy, but it's full of decent human beings. Unfortunately, that's becoming harder and harder to find. Who the fuck knew you could find it in Texas? Thank you. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Thanks a lot, Austin. You guys have a good, have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Ha <laughs> ha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.